You are listening to the Teacher Answers Podcast. All right. Joining me today is Alicia Herps. She is the teacher here at our school for exercise, science, and sports medicine. Welcome to Teacher Answers, Alicia. Thank you. How are you doing to today? I'm good. Glad to be here. All right. We are going to talk a lot about motivation, diet, and exercise, and just generally being awesome. Season four, episode four. Welcome home, my friends, to the Teacher Answers Podcast, a show where I take high school students' questions and answer them in the most no-nonsense way possible without the bullcrap. My name is Sam Griffin, 29-year veteran high school teacher and the examiner of the teenage brain. Come with me and explore why high school students do what they do. Alicia Herbs, welcome. Hello. Are you ready for all this? I got a bunch of questions to ask you. I'm ready. We're going to, you know, we're going to... Get deep into motivation. Yes. Which is what we all need. Now, originally, I, I contacted you before New Year's because this would have been a perfect New yes. Year's resolution podcast. Mm-hmm. So. That's okay, though. That's right. Start that crap anytime. Yes. Don't wait. Just do it. Yep. June is fine. It is. <laughs> so, I want you to, let's start off with... Uh, telling people that may um may not know a whole lot about you yet um your students i'm sure are going to learn a lot by the time we're done with this but tell us about how you um went from you know your high school to being the teacher here at mid-east um when i was in high school i knew that i liked medicine health um and i really i was a three-sport athlete when i was in high school so i was always busy doing things i was never left early. I was always at practice, um, trying to figure out what to do with my life. And my mom, honestly, is the one who did the research and, um, thought athletic training was the right place to go with that. Um, so I, I had always been in, um, the magazines when you used to get magazines were Mm -hmm. always fitness magazines. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was always trying to do something different, ab exercises, all this, that's what I was doing. And high school I enjoyed that part of life back then um so I went to school I went to Mount Union College that was what it was called back then um for athletic training mm-hmm. did my four years there and while I was there I, I kind of dabbled a little bit with should I go be a teacher should I go do nursing um and was going to go to nursing after I graduated from college and decided that if I passed my exam because you have to pass a a certification exam to be an athletic trainer. If I passed it, oh, let's try this for a little bit and see how it goes. And I passed it and made my way to Muskingum University, just down the road from here, and was a GA there, worked with uh, a whole bunch of different sports. So I was the athletic trainer for their sports teams, and then I also got my master's in adult education. Um, and then from there, left for a year and came back and was eventually worked my way into teaching their athletic training program that they had there at the university for, I think it was about seven years or so. Um, And then they were getting rid of their program because of a transition from a bachelor's degree to a master's degree and made my way over here to Mideast. What is a GA? A graduate assistant. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So we worked with, we were an athletic trainer um, with the different sport teams and then they paid for education and kind of a handoff there. Okay. 
and this is your second year here? Yes, finishing my second year. Okay. What do you like most about it? Hmm. It's still a lot of work right now. When you now. get in your car at the end of the day and you you feel that sense of victory. Mm-hmm. What what gives you that sense of victory? Um the conversations that I have with the students that enjoy the material. And I have students that are here because they just need something else, right? Mm-hmm. And I get it and I understand that. But I have some students that really truly enjoy exercise science. They enjoy the fitness. They enjoy the medical side of things. So when I can have a uh, educated conversation, when I can shed some light on a concept, that I love. I've always loved that when I was able to share something new or show a student a new way to do something. I've always loved that. Do they bring you stuff all the time? Like, I saw this thing where this oh. guy was doing this this TikTok. super set of bicep routines. Oh, and- yes. Um, TikTok. I get a lot mm-hmm. of, hey, I saw on TikTok. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, what'd you see? <laughs> and trying to teach them, yeah. you know, to maybe look it up. Use that Google machine to mm-hmm. find some evidence behind it. and But yeah, a lot of that, a lot of exercise, a lot of nutrition. I get a lot of nutrition questions. Mm-hmm. That stuff, yeah. I know I'm off the rails here, but... You're okay. Is there, is there like an... My, my daughter just started working out. Mm-hmm. She's got a little membership at the gym there in New Concord. And pretty sure she has saw like a set of exercises and of course mm-hmm. she went too hard right yeah and got sore as crap oh, well that's what yeah Wa- walking like to. a penguin right because yeah. she did bulgarian oh, yeah, squats or mm-hmm. some bull crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and i was using dumbbells i'm like oh, okay but is there like an app or something that you would just recommend um i mean honestly there's you can go onto youtube and people have a whole bunch of mm-hmm exercises, workouts, things you can follow. I used to, early on, I would use um, bodybuilding.com. I think, unfortunately, a lot of their material has switched to this, you know, pay a membership to get material. Unfortunately, it's a lot of them are. Um, And there, I would say YouTube, you can find stuff. I, off the top of my head, I don't know. I know there are apps you can get that have some free pieces to it that could help. Um, honestly, if she's got a plan and she's not sure what an exercise is, that's when YouTube can be helpful because mm-hmm. you can pull up the video and be able to see mm-hmm. how you're supposed to do it. But Bulgarian split squats are, that's a tough exercise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, a stinking lunge. It's hard. I, I can't get that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I had all those magazines. I subscribed to Muscle and Fitness for like three years. Yeah. I have I have the original uh, Arnold Bible nice. of bodybuilding. Yeah. And the upgraded version. Nice. Yeah. So <laughs> I love that stuff. And some of the stuff that was written in there in 1980 is, I mean, I don't know. I, I would love to. Di- have you ever read it? I have Some not. of the stuff that he recommended mm-hmm. was just so like hardcore and weird and yeah. So anyway, what you, let's talk about motivation okay. as far as, you know, you are, what day do you not work out? Um, do you have a day off? Sometimes Sunday. Um, 
I try to do yoga on Sunday. So it's an active recovery. It stretches the body back out. Mm-hmm. Um, as we age, stuff goes downhill. Mm-hmm. Right after the age of 30, we start to lose our muscle mass. After the age of 30, we start to become more inflexible. We're just, we sit more than we move a yeah. lot of times. Um, we're not using the stuff. We're not, we don't have to. If you were an athlete in high school, college, you were using that. Life happens. You have a family. You have a job. You're running around doing your kids' stuff. You don't have that time. So some programs I do have days off. I usually plug something in, whether I'm cycling or picking up something else. Um, Sunday may be my day. I think last Sunday I took off. I didn't do anything last Sunday. Okay. So. Did you have guilt? No. There are times I do. Okay. Um, probably early on I did. Like, I, I should be doing something. I should be doing something. But there's a lot now, too, in the research with our bodies needing active recovery and that that's a part of building your muscles back up. So we grow when we sleep. Mm-hmm. So if we work out, if we do things while we're sleeping, that's when our body repairs itself. Mm-hmm. So if we're not getting enough sleep, we're not repairing enough. And our body, we feel that. The older we get, we feel it a little bit harder. And by having that active recovery day, it is good. Some people struggle with that because they're like, I should be doing something. Runners, for instance, have a hard time taking an off day. Just ingrained that they should be running, they need to be doing their miles. But an active recovery, a yoga, a swim, an easy jog, something that's not their typical workout Mm -hmm. is still gonna be beneficial and can help with your mind. If you're someone who, that's your stress release, that's where you kind of just let you're allowed to be you. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't have to be uh, running six miles every day and killing it with the weights. Mm-hmm. So it is important to get that active recovery day. And what what I guess specifically motivates you to be consistent? I've been doing it forever, so it's hard for me to answer that question. Um, but I just part of it was stress release. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to see what my body can do. Uh, part of it probably is like a little bit afraid of aging. And if I keep moving and I'm mm-hmm. active, um, probably some of it has to do with the fact that I need to show these 16, 17, year old, 18 year olds that I can mm-hmm. do it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of stubborn like that. Um, so that's part of it. It's just, I've done it for so long. Um, I ran for a really long time. Running was my thing. When I went, was a GA at Muskingum, my now husband, I asked him to make a plan because he kind of was a strength and conditioning guru over there. And ever since then, I've had a new insight onto lifting and how important it is and how everyone should be doing it. Doesn't mean you're bench pressing 300 pounds or that should be your goal, right? Just moving your body, moving those muscles is going to be important. Um, so it's just something I do. And even, you know, I mentioned earlier, I've kind of run down this week, but I'm still getting up and working out because I know that at 4.30 p.m. when I get home, I'm not going to want to do it. So I just get it done and over with. I eat the frog. So a lot of people will say, mm-hmm. just get up and eat the frog, mm-hmm. get it done and over with, and then you can carry on. Sometimes I do have, if I'm at home all day, and I didn't get it in in the morning, it does start to eat at me a little bit and I start to get a little bit agitated. I have a short fuse and I just need to go get it done so I can check it off my list, so to speak. Um, But it really is, I've done it for so long that it's habit now. 
And I don't even really have to think, even on vacation. Like my husband knows I am bringing my bands and I'm doing something. Like it's just what, what I've done for so long now. <laughs> Doesn't really help others though, does it? <laughs> well, it, uh, if you talk about it like in, a, in terms of somebody that, because I have gone through every cycle you could imagine. Like I actually trained for a marathon mm-hmm. once, this guy in 2000. I was up to my third 20-mile run, and I was getting ready to run the Columbus Marathon. And, I, you know, have you ever done, like, really long distance where you're running for four hours? I did a marathon in 2009. Okay, so, so you know how you get paranoid yep. about mile 20, and you can't yep. even, you're like, who is that? It's Somebody's coming out of the trees yep. and stuff at you. And my shoe came untied. I ran with an untied shoe. I had no idea. I could have been barefoot. I had no idea. I was out of my mind. I was massively dehydrated but i was running up and down riverside there and got back to my car and my ankle was sprained black like from the shin down which is and i couldn't do it so i I will never do that again (laughs) like it was awful but i like lost about 46 pounds it was crazy Mm -hmm. um but so i was motivated there so i want to talk about this motivation Mm -hmm. and it's not for me it's for anybody like The thing that got me going there was a goal at the end. Mm-hmm. And so we did little mini goals, like yep. a five mile or 5K. And then a, uh, I think we did a half marathon in West Virginia. And then we were going to do the marathon. It took about five months. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was running with a very experienced runner who's run the Boston Marathon several times. So he knew exactly what to do. He's like, just do this. Mm-hmm. And... So it was one of those couch to marathon kind of deals. Like I couldn't even run a mile. Um, so it is possible. Yes, that's awesome. Um, the mind seems to be the barrier. Yes. Yeah. Now I want you, I'm going to tell you a story, and I want you to break this down okay. in a science way that I. Okay. Long story short, here. So I used to lift weights religiously. Mm-hmm. Okay, and. My goal was always to bench 300 pounds. Now that you said that, okay. And I had a mental block. I could bench press 285 and not a pound more. Mm -hmm. Nothing I did. I tried 12 eggs a day. I took every Joe Weider product you could imagine. And nothing happened. I was in the weight room with this guy, this older gentleman where I lived in this apartment. And, you know, we would like spot each other, but that was it. I basically Mm -hmm. lifted by myself most of the time. And he goes, he goes, you, you, do you get 300 pounds yet? I said, no. He goes, all right, let's try something. And I said, okay. He laid down. We put 375 on on the thing. And he goes, and I didn't even know this guy. Like, knew his name. That was it. He just worked out at the same time. And he picked that thing up and let me feel it. Mm-hmm. 375. That's freaking heavy. Yeah. There's no way it would have killed me. But no way I'm shoving that back up. And, you know, we both heaved that thing back up on the rack and he goes it's just important for your brain to know how heavy that is and it'll make 300 seem a lot lighter with your brain and the next day i got 305 there you go it is please explain the mind muscle connection right we have a mind gut connection we have a mind muscle connection so being able to all of the super sciencey i'm gonna bring it down because i'm not super sciencey um all of our muscles are have nerves they come from the muscles they go to the brain and back down Mm -hmm. so there's this 
synapse that occurs. And if we get in our head thinking we can't do something, we've automatically, we won't, mm -hmm. right? By doing that, feeling that what 375 feels like, you already know. Anytime you do something for the first time, it's awkward, maybe scary, depending on what it is. Mm -hmm. You're unsure, you're nervous. And then you get through it and you're like, huh, wasn't that bad. You didn't kill me. Right. Mm -hmm. So by the time you feel that 375, it totally makes sense. I've had one of my students this year um, did the math wrong, adding up the, the weights, knew what the client wanted to be able to, I think it was squatting, mm -hmm. being able to squat. So he's like, oh, you just throw this up there. He knew in his head what the weight was actually that was hit them and said, oh yeah, it's a little bit lower, 295 or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they did it and said, oh, that was 305. So it's the same idea. Like you're kind of tricking. Mm -hmm. Like if you know you can watch somebody and say they can do this, it's just they're stuck. Same with like the break in a five minute mile, mm -hmm. right? You just gotta just do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but there's definitely a mind muscle connection. Um, and diet. Yeah. So I, I may get back to motivation here in a minute, but diet is. It's crazy. It's like, it's like that U2 song. What was it? Uh, eat to be slimmer. Remember, it's like, you, you got to eat to lose weight. That is yes. the opposite yes. of, now I get what they're saying about metabolism and all that, mm -hmm. but, um, you know, I grew up with the food pyramid. Yes. You remember that thing? I do. Those lies. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Think it is right. I, I well, like we can we we can run on the food pyramid. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's been lots of variations. There's the the food guide pyramid that we probably remember, where it was stacked from the bottom to the top, mm -hmm. and then there was the variation of a food guide pyramid that went from left to right, where it was like smaller slivers. Um, we now have myplate.gov, which is what we're supposed to base everything on hmm. now so if you go to myplate.gov you can look up and it'll show you um you know give you a picture of a plate and how much vegetables and fruit and grain and meat protein a little bit of dairy you're supposed to have hmm. um and it, it is a good place to start if you have no idea where to start uh, one problem is that if you have a special diet if you have an allergy if you um, are vegan for whatever reason doesn't necessarily accommodate those, but it is gonna show you, what am I supposed to eat? It's gonna show you portion sizes, cause that is a problem. Portion sizes are out of control. Yeah. Um, you know, I tell my kids all the time, my students, order your food, get half of it boxed, cause you don't need that half. Mm. You, If you ate half of whatever you ordered, you would be full. Mm -hmm. You don't need to eat the rest. Mm -hmm. That's. Yeah, portion size isn't that crazy? Yeah, like like a steak, and it's like a portion size is the uh, a pack of playing cards. Yeah, like what? Right, which not most people steak. would be like, that's <laughs> half a serving. Yeah. I did not eat enough. The food pyramid, by the way, I'm pretty sure the base of that thing, loaf of bread. Yes, it was grains. <laughs> grains were the bottom, <laughs> so that meant the most. Yeah. Yes, which is need tons and tons and tons of bread. The opposite carbs. of what most diets consist of yeah yeah and actually i diet in general people are always like what diet are you on or are you on a diet mm -hmm. i hate that word mm -hmm. because diet just means food we all are on a diet because we all eat food 
It just might, you might be on a ketogenic diet and I might be on a pescatarian diet, right? Just depends on, but well, we What's all eat that? food. I gotta know. I mean, you brought it up. Yeah. Um, basically good food, like your whole foods, um, fish, mm-hmm. a lot of times their meat is going to be from fish okay. in a pescatarian. There's flexitarian, which is where you mix in a little bit of everything, all kinds of things. Again, that rabbit hole, mm-hmm. we could jump down. Yeah. It, okay. So you got the carnivore diet. Yes. That's the, uh, what? what's her name? Michaela Peterson. Do you know Michaela Peterson? Jordan like- Peterson's daughter. She was, uh, they're, they're Canadian. He is a, he was a Harvard, uh, psychologist okay. lecturer at Harvard okay. University of Toronto. His, his daughter had all these immune okay. things to the point where she had to have like all kinds of joints replaced and okay. like really, really bad. She was allergic to everything, mm-hmm. like literally everything but meat. Hmm. And she's the one that made the carnivore. Right. I think popular probably. So I, keto, real food, mm-hmm. calorie counting. Yep. So what do we do? carnivore diet I would have to I'm curious about that that story now because obviously if you have health issues if there's health things going on there's definitely okay I'm not a doctor I'm not a nutritionist so this is just based off of my research and what I've done and what I'm teaching the students so I'm going to disclaimer that Okay. <laughs> um, but a lot of it is the food that we're eating the environment that we're in and our lifestyle impacts things now there's situations where genes jump into this and do play a role but a lot of what we eat will impact our health so carnivore diet is essentially you're just eating meat meat animal products Mm -hmm. is what you're eating so there's no fruits and vegetables there's no um grains right you just have meat Mm -hmm. and animal products so you can do dairy you can do any type of meat. Um, the problem is our vitamins, our minerals, and phytonutrients, which are good for fighting a whole bunch of things, come from fruits and vegetables. So if you don't have those in your diet and you're someone that needs those, it's you're not going to be able to sustain it. There's also, that's so, it's so new, there's not a lot of research on carnivore, carnivore diets. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to know kind of the long-term effects. Basically, it's most people say it's pretty unsustainable for a long period of time. Because again, if you are someone who needs the fruits and vegetables and all that, you're not getting any. Mm-hmm. So then you're gonna, you know, you'll be having scurvy because you don't have, you know, vitamin C. Right. Um, now, if you're someone who has a condition where you're maybe not metabolizing that stuff, anyways, that might be where it's beneficial. Right. But for the every everyday person, not ideal. Ketogenic is basically your very low carbohydrate diet Mm -hmm. and you're replacing that with high fatty high high fats higher fats if you look at your macronutrients which we'll talk about in a second i'm sure (laughs) um i get a little bit more sustainable but again you're not putting in a lot of those fruits and vegetables you're so your micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients aren't necessarily there. Um, and you have the chance of having high cholesterol, um, 
high sodium, and then high fats, just depending on what fats you're putting in. Cause you're like, oh, I can have fats. Well, if you don't realize there's good fats and bad fats, mm. you're maybe putting in the wrong fats. And this used to be called Atkins diet, right? Yeah, it's similar to Atkins, yes. Totally tried that once. Let me tell you How'd what that happened. Go? Absolutely amazing until I started lifting weights. Mm. I had no energy. That makes sense. Nothing. Nothing. That makes sense. I could not lift a thing because there was, you know, when you have like a, you know, when you just, you hit it just right and you're just like hammered, like the muscles, it's like that, if you're eating that Atkins stuff or keto or you're like have no carbs and sugar in your body, there's, you feel, it's, it feels different. Mm -hmm. It feels like you're. In um, a cloud? A little bit. And it, it feels like you're, it feels like the weight's twice as heavy. Yeah. I, don't, I can't, that's yeah. the only way our I can Our bodies need it. carbohydrates. Yeah. We need carbohydrates to function. Our brain needs them to fuel. But if we have too many, mm-hmm. then we're, just, it's, yeah, it's turning to fat. So it is a good way to lose weight initially. And then there are different, again, you could look up ketogenic and there's different varieties and versions of doing your like low carbohydrate meals and can kind of fluctuate things too. Again, if you were had a heavier lift day, you could make sure you have the carbs in your system for that. Like it can get really creative and crafty if you mm-hmm. need it, if you want it, things like that. Interesting. Yeah. Um, now you always hear this count the macros. Yes. What the heck? Um, I feel like I need to do algebra. Eh, it's not that hard. Okay. But I can do it and I don't like math. So okay. uh, macros is essentially your macronutrients. So looking at your carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. Okay. Those are the three big carb- macronutrients. So when someone says macros, you know that's what they're looking at. Um, counting calories is essentially just how many servings did you have? Look at the calories. Mm-hmm. Finding out where you fall into that is going to be part of the math, right? We need a certain amount of calories just to survive. So mm-hmm. if we were to lay in bed for 24 hours, our body's still burning calories. So we need to find out what our basal metabolic rate is mm-hmm. for you as a person. And that's based off of your height and how much you weigh. And then you can figure out if you're trying to gain weight, if you're trying to lose weight, we can play with then what that calorie count looks like. And then you stay within that. Mm-hmm. Some people can do that really well. Some people get really caught up in the mental side of calorie counting mm-hmm. and it can be detrimental. Mm-hmm. So again, just like anything, has pros and cons. What would you recommend? Just eat food. <laughs> everything in I tell my students everything in moderation. Just eat less. Cause I, I like that whole. Well, you, you got to give people like uh, I'm not saying you have to right now, but I'm saying when as someone who has dieted their entire life, mm-hmm. yo-yoed, mm-hmm. I've been on every spectrum you could imagine. Um, it's like I, I like that. Hey, you order the chicken Alfredo at Olive Garden, mm-hmm. put half of it in the box. That mm-hmm. That's something that people could do. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you, then you don't feel like you're starving something or. Right. Well, that's just a really good idea. Yeah. But is it, what, what are the ratio? Like, is it different for every person then? Yes. Like, what's the percentage of protein? So then? typically your carbohydrate is going to be anywhere between. 45 and 65% of your macros. So if you're picturing okay. a pie, yep. right? Carbohydrates anywhere between 45 and 65. Our fat is between 10 and 35%. And 
and our protein is, I think it's between 20 and 35%. So you got to find your, it's got to equal 100. Mm -hmm. So you figure out what you want to do, what you need to do based off of what you need. So if you find your uh, basal metabolic rate, and let's say you wanted to lose weight. Mm -hmm. So we're going to, whatever that number is, we're going to subtract 500 from that. Because mm -hmm. if we lose, if we subtract 500 calories, this is where it gets a little, mm -hmm. 500 calories over seven days is 3,500 calories, pound of fat. which is a pound of fat. Yep. So if we can figure that out, then we can figure out what we want the macros to be. Do we want, a lot of people don't get enough protein. So especially women don't eat enough protein. They're afraid of it for whatever reason. I was that when I was younger. What is, what is with that? It's like, oh, I don't want to be, have giant muscles. I think that's what it is. And yeah. there's, I mean, unless you are putting in excessive amount of calories, yeah. you're not going to get big and beefy. We do not have the hormones. We do not have the testosterone for that to be a thing. Now, if you're taking things mm -hmm. that are usually illegal, that might happen. Mm -hmm. um, but over, are the women aren't going to, and I also, me, I, my students all the time, I, the girls who like don't want to have big beefy arms. I'm like, why not? You'll look great in a tank top. Like, mm -hmm. you want to be strong and not, you know, like, I, mm -hmm. I don't understand that. Cause I'm always like, look at my arms. <laughs> <laughs> They're so strong. <laughs> I got to carry my kids around. Right. Right. Like you have to be strong to do things. Yeah. So why not? You know, so you break down that percentage. So some people might have 45% carbohydrates. Let's go 35% protein. And that's what 70%. Mm -hmm. So then 30% fat or however you're, and then you're able to plug in my fitness pal mm -hmm. has a great free version. There's again, you can buy the premium and have more features just like everything. Mm -hmm. But that's a really easy place to start where you can plug in foods and start to follow your macros, see the pie chart mm -hmm. and, and do stuff like that. It's easy for people who need to start somewhere. Yeah, because it'll do like name brand stuff. Yes, right? you can look. I mean, I'll look up Aldi stuff because mm -hmm. I shop at Aldi all the time. Yeah. You can, if you go to Pizza Hut and get pepperoni pizza, you can put that in there and it'll pull it up mm -hmm. for the most part. Um, and I know there's other ones too, but that's one that I've used for a while. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah, with cal calorie counting, people, because I've done it for so long, I understand it, but it's it's like people get fooled by it. Mm -hmm. It's like I'll ask a kid, I'm like, how much, how many calories are in that bottle of Sprite or whatever? And they're like, you know, on the bottle, it'll say 110, mm -hmm. but it's a 20 ounce bottle. So there's a serving and a half in it. Right. Like it's math. So, yeah, um, yeah that's really cool. Um I have a question here about something that everybody hates, which is cardio. Mm -hmm. This is when you're sweating. Yep. If you're walking, I love walking. Mm -hmm. I could walk. I love it. You don't sweat when you walk. Not I mean, you can. Right. But um, when, when you're running, you can't not sweat. You're just going to. Right. Is that cardio? What's cardio mean? And how much should people have? Cardio is short for cardiovascular, mm -hmm. right? So anything that's going to get your heart rate pumping. When we increase our respiration, we're increasing our blood pumping through our body. So it's getting both our pulmonary and our cardiovascular system working. Um, I tell my students, any cardio that you enjoy and can do for an extended period of time is good cardio. If you hate running, don't run, mm -hmm. do something else. Mm -hmm. That could be dancing, that could be cycling, swimming, 
Um, I have a lot of kids that like to play basketball. Um, video games, right? We've got all this VR stuff. We, I think, was the first system that was trying to get people up and just moving. Dance. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, Just Dance, which you can find on YouTube. You sure. don't need a gaming system. Yeah. Um, you can't get scored, but you can still dance. There's the VR stuff. You know, so if you are someone who, I love my video games, and I'm going to play games for six hours a night. Well, how about we try some of these virtual reality where you can get up and pretend like you're boxing somebody or pretend like you're playing tennis so that you're moving your body. Any type of cardio that you like where you're getting your heart rate up is going to be beneficial. The uh, American College of Sports Medicine guidelines for how much aerobic activity we should get is about 150, 150 minutes a week. Okay. Just at a minimum. So that's, you know, 30 minutes three to five days a week 60 mm -hmm. minutes you know do the math figure out what you need based off of the time you have um if you're someone who is overweight or needs to lose weight or you know anything like that you're looking more at uh, 300 minutes a week okay that's, that's their guideline based off of that and then you can change you can play with the intensity right if you do higher intensity exercises the time's a little bit shorter, but we're looking at moderate intensity. So getting your heart rate up, um, we have this scale, a rate of perceived exertion. So it's a scale between six and 20. And it's basically how hard you think you're working. Mm -hmm. If you're able to carry on a conversation, if you're pretty breathless, things like that. And they want you somewhere between an 11 and a 14 for that to be a good intensity. Now you can obviously use heart rate monitors. There's all this, you know, Apple watches and mm -hmm. Fitbits and Samsung, they all, every company has their own brand of a Fit watch right. that you can use um, to be able to kind of regulate that heart rate. You could just buy a heart rate monitor to strap it to you when you are doing your cardio to figure out which zone you're working out in. So there's a lots that can be done, but you don't have to have all the fancy gadgets either. Mm -hmm. All right. So we're going to take a break from these questions here. I have something I didn't tell you about this called happy fun time questions. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, uh, I think so. Okay. So we're going off script. Uh, favorite 80s or 90s movie or band? Oh my gosh. Journey. Nice. Uh, Don't Stop Believing was my song. I woke mm. up to that forever. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then probably Dirty Dancing is one of my favorites. That's, that's yeah. a good one. Um, best concert you've ever seen? Oh, man. I don't go to a lot of concerts. I did go to Flogging Molly when they came yeah. to the university for mm -hmm. their Palooza or whatever it was. That was a good time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I actually could participate. Yeah. yeah, it was good. The most underrated food that you love? Oh, um, underrated food? I don't even know. I love all foods. Like hot dogs or something. I do, you know what? That's a good. I do love myself uh, going to a game where the hot dog's been in foil and kind of like oh, like steamed up and nasty. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The there's Cincinnati Reds Reds ones. Something. Well, I've never been there, but <sighs> there's something about like like a game day hot dog that's okay. I don't know. Uh, a show that you are binge watching right now. Oh boy, uh, um, the Blacklist we mm. started. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What is your pet peeve? Someone just drives you nuts. Um, people that don't try. 
mm. or don't want to try mm. or could care less about trying. Mm. Especially if they like ask, how do I do this? And then you give them the information. They're like, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> like I am more than willing to help you, but you have to care. Yeah. So motivation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is the song that fires you up? The um, there for a while it was um, I can't think of what it is Alex Minio I think is the artist I forget what the name of the song is though. Mm. It's a good one though. Alex Minio. Yeah. We'll have to look that up. Yeah, I, I'm sure I'll think of it when I'm leaving. Yeah. If you could uh, do one profession for a month, what would it be? Like anything. Like it doesn't matter. Like training doesn't Anything. matter. Oh, I'd be a doctor. Doctor? Yeah. What kind of doctor? Um, probably sports medicine. Okay. Um, you walk out in your driveway, and your dream car is there. What kind of car is it? Um, These are just things your students probably don't know. I, what, funny story about a dream car. When I was sixteen and able to have a car, I just wanted something that worked and got me where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. My brother was very, you know, I want this Jeep and, you know, very specific. And of course that car broke down all the time and was never working. So I'm like, I don't really have a dream car. I guess one that my kids aren't in. So it's clean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the van okay. is quite dirty right now. <laughs> oh, you're in the van stage. Yes. Van stage. Yep. Uh, guilty pleasure TV show. One that you're kind of embarrassed about, but you watch anyway. You just know you're wasting your time, but you can't stop. Do you have one? I don't know that I have them anymore. Um, Cause I don't do, I, when I, you say guilty pleasure, I think of like reality TV mm-hmm. and I, I just, I can't. Okay. Like it's, I, it's too dramatic. All right. Music. 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s are right now, which is best. I like the 80s, um, like, pop-type mm-hmm. ballads, things like Duran that. Duran Duran and all that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I could do 90s alternative, though. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, that was my college music. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you have Sirius XM? I do not. Okay. There's a channel called Lithium. It's 90s. It's that. It's, it's all that. Yeah, because I can't find it's it. It's amazing. And, yeah. I love it. Uh, where is your go-to pizza place, and what's on it? can't even think what the pizza places are by us go to pizza i mean a lot of times i just like the really basic pepperoni because we all, all the time we'll put stuff on it mm-hmm. so i just get that like i just want a basic is there anything you pizza. don't want on it uh anchovies okay no one wants that no but give me something like does pineapple belong on pizza yes it can go on pizza okay see but yeah, and I used to not it. do mushrooms, and then mushrooms don't bother me. After I have kids, mushrooms don't bother me. It's weird. <laughs> um, I don't like olives. They're too salty. All right, last question here before we get back to you. what What is the quirkiest thing about you? Like something that's just like... Um, I'm awkward. Awkward? <laughs> yeah. Um. My husband liked it when we first started dating. He loved watching me at parties or you know house gatherings because I was very awkward. I wouldn't talk. I was fine just like sitting and watching. Mm-hmm. 
and he loved watching the like awkward giraffe trying to take its first steps <laughs> talking. Um, and now I just lean in on that. Um, I love awkward silences and things like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so assuming that your students do listen to this, mm-hmm. which I hope they do, um, what do you want them to remember most about your teaching in your class? Um, to move their bodies, mm-hmm. to have fun while doing it, and to think about the foods that they're eating and what they are doing in their free time. Be lifestyle choices, making sure they're making, because we talk about that all the time, the, the lifestyle choices and trying to be as healthy as they can be mm-hmm. as they continue to develop into young adults. Mm-hmm. What are two things that you know now, whether it's like, you know, being a mom, being a teacher, yada, yada. What are two things you know now that you would go back and present this secret knowledge to yourself when you were 17 or 18? Um, what I remember from being 17 and 18 is that I never sang in the car because I was afraid of my voice. Never sing in the car? Yeah. Oh. You know, like what if I was around people, if it was just me, Yeah. no problem. Okay. But I was like with my boyfriend or like I would always like mumble, you know, mm. um, and dancing. Like I always felt uncomfortable at dances. Mm-hmm. Like just sing the song and just dance. Who mm-hmm. cares? Yeah. No one's going to remember right. what you did at your prom junior year. Or homecoming or That's right. whatever. Like no one's going to remember. Yes, it's now, unfortunately, when I was in high school, there weren't phones so it's not like there was a picture captured or a video um but nobody cares they really don't no everyone is so worried about what they're doing yes. that even though you think people are watching you nobody's watching exactly right i i told my students this the other day they you know give me these little questions for tuesday here mm-hmm. that's why i started this show a million years ago uh it was how do i become more outgoing right mm-hmm. and less introverted or how do I develop self-confidence all that same kind of level question and I said yeah I said when you walk down the hall whoever wrote this because it's anonymous Mm -hmm. probably is looking at the ground yeah they're not looking up or in people's eyes because because why well psychology would say because you think everyone's staring at you and noticing everything about I said the next time you do it whoever wrote this question just look at people because they're not looking at you. Yeah. They're really not. No. They don't care what you're doing. Um, so yeah, that's really that's really good advice. Um, thank you for for taking time here today and being on this show. This was great. I have a million more questions, but I, we got to. We'll part two. We got to wrap this. Um, <laughs> yeah. If I think of something else like health related like their motivation related i still have a million motivation questions yeah um but thanks for coming on we went a little long here than normal but i thought that was really good thank you for joining me today thank you for having me absolutely have a good day i'll talk to you soon you have been listening to teacher answers if you would like to submit a question drop me an email at teacher answers at gmail.com or you can leave me a voicemail on the anchor podcast site anchor.fm slash teacher answers. <laughs>